Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a great start to your Wednesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at Battery Power SBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content. When it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So it's been nearly a week since the Braves 2023 season ended in unexpected and highly disappointing fashion. And without a doubt, it's still tough to accept. It's easy to understand why the Braves didn't get the job done because they simply did not produce offensively in the postseason likely like they did during the regular season. But it's just it's hard to accept when you know it, it, it was just a squandered opportunity. The Braves had such a good opportunity to be able to add their second World Series title over the past three years and they just simply could not get the job done. Because if you see the level of baseball that the Phillies are playing being up 2-0 in the NLCS, the level of baseball that the Rangers are playing being up 2-0 in the ALCS currently. It looks like we're going to get a Philadelphia-Texas World Series if Houston and Arizona cannot get going. The simple point is the Braves just were nowhere near the level that the Phillies and the Rangers are currently at, and that's the reason why Atlanta is at home. But despite the fact that we're a week into the quote-unquote offseason Already for the Braves, it still is going to be multiple weeks as the Major League Baseball playoffs wrap up. It's going to be multiple weeks to where there's before there's really any activity that occurs when it comes to how the Braves' offseason is going to shape. But Alex Anthopoulos, within 24 hours of the Braves losing last Thursday, last Friday, Alex Anthopoulos sat down with the Atlanta media and he took some very pinpointed and, in my opinion, fair questions um, head-on and he gave his assessment of where this Braves team stand. He gave his assessment of his takeaways from the past two seasons and this year's disappointing into the season and he also gave, you know, some general, you know, a few general tidbits about how the offseason could shape moving forward. So over the next few weeks here on the Daily Hammer, we're going to dive into some of, you know, Alex Anthopoulos' comments and how they might help shape the offseason moving forward. Early on in the press conference, Alex Anthopoulos was asked, you know, when it comes to the fact that the Braves had had a disappointing end to their season two years in a row, does that mean that there needs to be some some sort of drastic change or some sort of significant shakeup when it comes to the Braves' core as a whole? When it comes to the current Braves' core of major contributors, should there be a drastic change or a major shakeup based off the past two seasons? Alex Anthopoulos gave his thoughts. Changes every year to the bullpen and the bench. But yep. when something like this happens two years in a row, the suddenness after two great regular seasons, does it, notwithstanding what you already said, does it suggest at all that you need maybe a more significant move than just the usual kind of offseason tweaking? I don't see it that way. I think I, I understand it's two years in a row. It's one coming off a ser- World Series in 21. Um, I mean, look, it was two years in a row in 2018, 2019. 2020, we get to Game 7 of the CS, obviously didn't get it done, and then 21, we get it done. Um, I just think the two years are very different. I think, um, you know, just with the health of our rotation, with where it was and so on, like I said, I I don't remember the exact scores of all those games, 
I just feel like take away game three with what the final score was, we had opportunities in th- those other games, you know, and you get the big hit, you come through, and like, you feel really good with the players that we have. And some guys in previous playoff years, I mean, you look at Eddie Rosario in 2021, it's 600 in the NLCS, didn't do the same thing in the World Series. doesn't make him less of a player or a hitter. You, you just can't necessarily translate it. Not the same guy wins the CS MVP that wins the World Series MVP and so on. So um, a lot of our guys won the World Series. A lot of this group was part of that World Series winning team. So um, we did not have issues with runners in scoring position during the year. Over four games, we didn't come through. Um, and to make, you know, to to try to extrapolate from that more than what it is, um, I don't think. So as can be seen, just in general, no. Alex Anthopoulos does not feel that what has occurred over the past two seasons, he does not feel that that should result in any type of drastic change or, or significant shakeup when it comes to the Braves' current core of main contributors. And I'm here to say, in my opinion, he is absolutely right for a few reasons. For one, Alex Anthopoulos spoke on the fact that this was a four-game sample in which the Braves simply did not play well. Now, that doesn't take anything away from the fact that it was the most important four games of the year, the fact that the Braves should have played much better than they did, or the fact that the Phillies just were better prepared for this four-game sample than the Braves were. Those are valid facts. And because of that, there certainly should be some takeaways from why the Braves struggled in the playoffs that should influence whatever potential moves the Braves make in the offseason. But Alex Anthopoulos' major point, his major point that he was trying to get across when asked, should the playoff results over the past two years lead to major changes to this Braves team? The major point that he was trying to make was that what occurred over this four-game sample should not be head and shoulders more significant than what the Braves have shown during the regular season and in the recent past when it comes to their production. Because for one, within this four-game sample, the Braves did not put on power, put on display the power that we had all come accustomed to seeing. They did not hit well with runners in scoring position. And yes, a big reason why they didn't was because of the Phillies game plan for them. But just because it didn't happen over this four-game sample doesn't mean that this Braves team now is just incapable of doing it in future playoffs. We've seen plenty of proof that they are. So just because it didn't happen even over the past two years doesn't mean the necessary adjustments can't be made from within this current core of major contributors to be able to do it correctly in future postseasons. Because we know when it comes to this Braves team, yes, I've said it before, off-season moves that this Braves team, that this franchise makes moving forward for many years into the future, any moves that it makes, it's going to be focused on playoff success to win World Series. But the big key is, is that you first need to make sure you're going to be in the playoffs year after year after year. And one thing that you can say from this season is that this Braves core continues to get better at ensuring not only will it be in the postseason for many years to come, but it will arrive in favorable fashion. During the 2022 season, the Braves did not earn a bye 
or the division title until the last few games of the year. The 2023 season, the Braves basically had their division wrapped up at the All-Star break. And I don't put a lot of stock into, you know, there being some type of, you know, uh, there, there, there being a negative impact of, uh, of a layoff for the Braves. Make no mistake about it. The Braves want to have home field advantage and they want to have that first round by as often as they possibly can for future playoff opportunities. And this current core main contributors, especially the offense, is what puts them in place to do that. So when Alex Anthopoulos talks about that, yes, there's relevant information to take from the past two years that the Braves want to apply to their offseason decisions in order to better prepare them for future playoffs, that certainly is true. But it's going to be focused on what the Braves can add to their current core than any type of major shakeup to their current core. Because Alex Anthopoulos, and for every reason that you could possibly think of, Alex Anthopoulos remains highly confident that this current core of major contributors for the Braves will not only make many postseasons into the future, but they'll arrive in favorable fashion and have very good odds to win multiple World Series in the future. And if he remains highly confident in that, there's no reason to make a major shakeup. Furthermore, the way in which this team produces success, the, the strength of this core that's going to allow for them to be in many postseasons in the future, that typically leads to playoff success. They just simply need to execute. This year, they did not. That doesn't mean that they won't in future postseasons. So not only is Alex Anthopoulos confident that this current group of major contributors will get the Braves to the postseason, not only is he confident that they'll do so in favorable fashion, such as first-round buys and home-field advantage, but he also has plenty of reason to be highly confident that the way in which they produce success, it will lead to postseason success in the future. So the first major takeaway from the comments from Alex Anthopoulos in his end-of-the-year press conference is that no, there likely will not be any major change or any significant shakeup to the core of main contributors that the Braves already have in place. There could be a significant move or two to add to that core. But the Braves, and for every reason that you can think of, the Braves are right to remain highly confident in this core, and they feel strongly that they're going to have the opportunity to win multiple World Series in the future, even though the past two years have not worked out. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N. 
Twenty-nine.com. So as Alex Anthopoulos made his way through the press conference last Friday, he ended his press conference with another pretty significant quote. And this uh, this quote, you know, made the rounds on social media, you know, over the past few days. The quote that Alex Anthopoulos mentioned was looking at the offseason and it gave a little bit more, you know, narrowed focus when it came to the Braves offseason. Here's the quote from Alex Anthopoulos. And every year I've been here except one. Um, and even then you're still reviewing things and assessing and so on. Um, you're, that's, that's what the job is, right? You're, look, you know it's competitive. You know, first and foremost, you need to get back into the postseason. So I've made the mistake before I mentioned this to, I don't know if it was to Jeff or somebody else, where um, after 20, I was so locked in on what wins in the postseason, what wins in the postseason, that I lost sight of the fact that you need to get in, and we almost didn't, didn't get in. Um, now, we ended up winning, but, you know, I, you, we almost missed being able to get in. So um, I think, you know, we had some initial conversations today, uh, really good conversations, and similar conversations that I've had in the past. And I definitely have, as I said today, I'm not going to share it just because from a competitive standpoint, um, it's going to shape our off season and some of the things that we do. Um, but I definitely have uh, a specific takeaway in terms of how we might approach the off season, uh, what we might do, which all ties in now. Look, regardless Still need guys to have good seasons. Guys got to stay healthy, and that goes without saying. Um, but you know, I always, I always look at these things as, what can I do in my role as general manager to build the best team, best roster, give Snit and the coaches and 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 the players the best talent around them, the best group, the best clubhouse, all of it. And uh... Alex Anthopoulos mentions a specific takeaway, and again, he didn't, you know, delve into details because he didn't feel as if that was necessary in order to, you know, remain, you know, in order for a competitive advantage to remain in place for the Braves. But I do think that it's important and it's encouraging that within 24 hours of the Braves having a second straight early end, an early, a disappointing early end to a season, Alex Antopoulos already had a narrowed area, of, a narrow, narrowed area of focus, a specific takeaway that he felt could influence offseason decisions. In other words, I feel Alex Anthopoulos has already identified a trait that he wants to be consistent with the additions he looks to make to the roster this offseason to add to the Braves' core. Now, what that trait is, it could be a variety of different things. And don't want to speculate too much because you certainly want to remain, you know, as, you know, um, focused as possible on what's realistic. Again, not expecting any major changes, not expecting any major shakeups to this Braves core. But what trait could be consistent with the additions that the Braves could make to this core that could make them better prepared for future postseasons? I think a trait that could play a factor into those off-season decisions is the Braves becoming more productive when it comes to facing velocity and producing velocity. What I mean by that is, is that the Braves being better prepared offensively when they're going to go through a stretch where they're going to face a higher frequency of high-velocity pitches than they do at other times. 
but also this Braves pitching staff being more resourceful when it comes to higher velocity pitches, for instance. During the regular season, the Braves hitters faced over 24,000 pitches. 12% of those pitches during the regular season were 95 miles per hour or faster, what I consider to be higher velocity. Against such pitches, the Braves slugged 424 during the regular season. But again, only 12% of the overall pitches the Braves faced were of higher velocity. Now let's shift the focus to the postseason. Obviously, it was over a four-game sample, but the Braves faced 95-plus mile-per-hour pitches 25% of the time in the postseason, and they slugged just 118 against such pitches. So the key takeaway from that is, is that when you transitioned from the regular season to the postseason, the frequency at which the Braves faced higher velocity pitches doubled. And we all know that not every 95 mile per hour, 95 plus mile per hour pitch is the same. You're going to have higher quality pitches. You're going to have pitches at different arm angles with different movement, what have you. And in the playoffs, you're likely to see higher quality high velocity pitches. So the Braves faced higher velocity pitches at double the frequency in the playoffs than they did in the postseason, and the result was a significant it was a significant decline in their offensive production. Now I'm not trying to make excuses for the Braves. I'm just simply stating what seemed to be a factor into why they couldn't, you know, get as comfortable or as locked in or as productive at the plate. The fact that the Phillies could feature higher velocity pitches at any point in time during the game against the Braves, it seemed to be effective in helping to limit the Braves' offense. So when it comes to potential additions to the Braves' current core of major contributors that Alex Anthopoulos and his front office could do this offseason, maybe they look to add another bat that they feel could be very good against higher velocity pitches. Alex Anthopoulos mentioned multiple times during the press conference, you know, there was a right-handed power bat that this team seemed to focus on adding at the trade deadline. It just didn't materialize, and that power bat was not moved. Could the Braves look to potentially, for instance, in left field, add a bat that they feel could deepen this lineup's ability to produce against higher-velocity pitches? That certainly could be the case. But again, I go back to what I said in the first segment. Just because... The Braves facing higher velocity pitches at a higher frequency in the postseason, if that did play a factor in them overall being less productive this postseason, that doesn't mean that they can't adjust and get back to being productive against it in future postseasons because they were among the best in baseball against higher velocity pitches this past regular season. So you have high confidence that even though it didn't work out this year, this Braves lineup can produce against higher velocity pitches even if they see them more frequently. But you could also see the Braves adding a bat or two that could deepen this lineup to make sure that's the case. So the Braves' ability to produce against high velocity pitches, that could be a focus of offensive additions, and that could result in the Braves being better prepared for future playoffs. But with velocity in mind, you also want to look at the Braves pitching staff. Again, as I mentioned, one of the biggest factors in the Phillies' plan 
to try to neutralize or limit the best offense in baseball. And what seemed to be a factor that helped them in doing that was the fact that they could feature a source of high-velocity pitches at any point in time during the game. We saw how much the Braves struggled against Zach Wheeler. We saw how effective the Braves, the uh, Phillies' bullpen arms were in Game 1, how effective they were against the Braves' offense in Game 4. Even though the Braves had plenty of opportunities, they could not capitalize. And a reason why was because the Phillies could feature high-velocity sources at any point in time during these playoff games. Now, the Braves do have that capacity to some extent. Spencer Strider, obviously... Throws faster than nearly any starter in the majors. But he can only be featured every five days during the regular season and in every you know third game during the postseason. It focuses on the Braves' bullpen. Yes, you have Rysel Iglesias and A.J. Minter that can dial up the velocity when they want to. But Atlanta and Justin Toscano of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution kind of spotlighted this. Atlanta could look to add a bit more depth to its bullpen that can produce higher velocity pitches. A middle reliever or two that can produce at 98, 99, 100 miles per hour and still be effective. That could be a way that the Braves could look to bolster their pitching staff to be better prepared for the postseason. Even though the Braves pitching staff as a whole did its job this postseason, it sees how it saw how well the Phillies can do when they can feature high velocity the Braves may want to do that. So that may or may not be what Alex Anthopoulos was alluding to when he talked about a specific takeaway that can influence off-season decisions. But I do feel that the fact that the Braves struggled as much as they did against seeing higher velocity pitches more in the playoffs, and the fact that the Braves likely could benefit from having more arms that can pitch at a higher velocity... I feel that production against velocity and with velocity could be something that plays a role in off-season decisions for the Braves. May not be the most important factor, but if this team can be more productive when it sees higher velocity pitches more often and it can produce higher velocity pitches more often itself, that could be a way in which this team could be better prepared for playoff settings in the future. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Make sure you check out all the great Braves content at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSPN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Until next time, go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. (laughs) 